I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. All right, 11.02 back on the fan. It's the Tiki and Terry Show. What's good? It was Super Bowl week. We got you. Kyrie stuff, uh, by extension, Kevin Durant. We got you. How about Carlos Beltran going back to the Metsies, huh? So, um, now Beltran, this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Beltran in the broadcast booth for the Yankees was a complete train wreck. Uh, I thought he was pretty good in the studio. I, I thought that was better role for him. Yeah. Uh, he's leaving, yes, as we saw over the weekend. He's now a special assistant to the Jam Billy Epler. Uh, he's got an incredibly sharp, fertile baseball mind. I think anytime Beltron is in the room uh, and baseball discussions are being discussed, I think it's um, it's an, it's a real asset to whatever franchise he's working for. Of course, now it's the Mets. You know, it's funny, too, because, and, and, you know, Hoff, you'd be better equipped to really answer this because mm-hmm. this is your team. You know, Beltron's a real interesting case study in this city because he played for a lot of teams. He's been embroiled in some controversy. Yeah. He was at times a great player. Um, even his first year with the Mets, I think it was 16 home runs. It was wildly disappointing. But in the at the end, uh, Carlos Beltron had a hell of a run with the Mets. I think it was four All-Stars in seven years. His OPS was trending toward 900. Like, he was three gold gloves. He was a legit player, but... He didn't swing on that one pitch from Wainwright. <laughs> and I'm not it almost seems like a comp- Yeah, you can't no, let that I, hang I, over. I, I the Met fan. That's why I'm asking him. A I lot feel of like, people are upset yes. with Beltran for his career. Listen, does I that st- still hang over? Like, oh, that's the first memory people think okay, of. Okay, but as a as whatever his new role is going to be, like, does that hang? Do you, do you judge him based on that? I don't judge him based on that, but that's the first, that's the biggest moment of his Mets career. And then he was here for the five years after that. Think about that. He signed a huge deal in 2005. I hear you. In 2006, he strikes out looking, and then he's got five years after that. Now, listen, arguably the best free agent signing Mets ever had. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. Probably shouldn't have a number retired. He'll probably go in in the Hall of Fame as a Met. But that's one of his biggest moments as a Met is is that play right there. But on the other hand, too, though, I don't understand why he keeps on coming back to the Mets. Like, why does he want to hmm. only be with the Mets organization? That's where I'm like, is he trying to make up for for that for <laughs> for for his for his history with the Mets? I mean, that, that's really what I, that's what I'm thinking because he wanted to coach them. He wanted now he's with the front office. Like that to me is where where it's like, why is it just why is he obsessed with the Mets? Well, in comparison to where he was, I I think from his point of view, it's probably an easy switch. I mean, he's being relegated to. I want to say a, a lesser role on the Yes Network, but it was clear the first initial role that they had for him, they didn't view him as an asset. So then they threw him in the studio. 
So he's no dumb. He's probably saying, all right, you know, it's not really happening here. Let me go elsewhere. But maybe he just loves the Mets. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he basically made it sound like he was only going to ever manage for the Mets. Or maybe the Yankees, but really just the Mets. Like, And if you remember his initial, when he became a Met, when he signed that contract, the first thing we heard of was, well, he went back to the Yankees one last time to see if they'd you know, take less money mm-hmm. to, to bring him in. And then they said, no, don't worry about it. He went to the Mets. Now it's like he's he's in, enriched in this Mets culture. He wants to be a part of it. He can go get get a managerial job somewhere else. No? Uh, you know, listen, Buck's not young. I mean, he's in the building. Now, Buck is great. I don't, is, I don't, is Buck going to be skipper yeah, for but 10 I years? I don't think that's the move, though, is it? I don't know. I, 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 I honestly don't know. I don't know. Mm. I think so. You think, I, he, you I think, think he wants to hang on here just to be the next in waiting to take over for Buck. I think he wants to be the next manager of the New York So Mets, why not yes. get in uniform? They, they, I think he declined something. I think someone offered him a position somewhere, mm. and he declined it, if I'm correct. Well, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, he's he's in the building. That's good. He's he's great. He's a smart mind. He really is. He sees it. Yeah, it's funny. We're talking about Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. and, and obviously Durant. As a, a bit of a transient, well, certainly not a transient, well, not a bit, but a very transient existence, and no real identification. Like, when you think of Kyrie, I'd probably think of him as a Cavalier because of the three-pointer he hit to win. Yeah, yeah. But you could have a conversation, uh, you know. Man, man, you know yeah, you, I think you're right. You know? I, think, I think so, because that was his defining moment. Kyrie's defining moment was helping LeBron yes. bring a championship to Cleveland. And did that drought. Yeah. It was, what, and 19, then the Boston, it was 50, 60 years, whatever it was in yeah, all the sports, right? The, the Boston... Tenure was like ugly. Oh, that was a circus. And then this one, I mean, it was he, more of a circus. It was, yeah, exactly. Yep, he's definitely a Cavalier. But Beltron's had a bit of an existence like that as well. Like if I if I said to, you know, ten died in the wool baseball fans, first thought when you see Beltron, what hat is he wearing? You're gonna get some different answers. Mm-hmm. Me, it's weird. I almost see a royal hat. Is that right? Yeah, it's what we came up with. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. You know, but I, I do see that Met hat. If it's not one, it's 1A. You know, it's yeah, right I there. Yeah, I think the Mets now. Because it feels like he wants to be a Met. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to be tied. Yep. Let's get uh, Steve in Kew Gardens. What's going on, Steve? How are you? Okay, how you doing? Good, Stevie. Okay, Durant would be a terrible fit. For? He won't play every day. For the Knicks? Yeah. Go ahead. And another thing, Carlos Delgado should have got more recognition. With the Mets. Uh, that's a random insert. Delgado was a good player. Hey, Carlos Delgado was really good. Had a couple of really good. Carlos Delgado was a hell of a player. I mean, oh, that was just randomness. I don't know where that came from. That's awesome. But yeah. Well, I mean, obviously the Beltron and you start throwing down some old names. I mean, yeah, Delgado could play. Yeah. He was really, really good he was, with a couple of teams. Yeah, but at the, he was at the end when he got here, right? 35, 36. Yeah, but he was a real power source. No question. Uh, let's get to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike is on the fan. What's going on, Mike? Mike. Okay, Mike is not there. How about Charles in Newark? What's up, Chuck? Hey, what's going on? Hey. Uh, you guys said y'all think Sean Mark should get fired, and I totally disagree. Uh, he took that team. They was in cap hell, no draft picks. He turned the franchise around with his draft picks, making good trades. Yep. And he swung for the fences. You know, who would have thought Kyrie – wouldn't be a model citizen with his best friend. The best that he's ever been has been with LeBron. So you think you put him with KD, you think he would act right. 
He didn't. You swung for the fence, and you almost could have won a championship without the injuries. Yeah. You missed. All right, now you just replenished. You I- got Ben Willie, a fan favorite, averaging 18 points per game back, and a good 3 and D guy. You just got to retool. Yeah, you do. The problem is, I think Kevin Durant, I mean, he is a great scorer, but he's not like LeBron. Like, LeBron is obsessed with creating a winner. And it's not just, let's go out and ball every day on the court, which obviously it is, but it's, you got to do this, 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 this. Remember the whole the whole first time he played with Kyrie when he told him, you're never going to have a game where you don't have an assist mm-hmm. again because I think he had a game where he had no assists. He did. And it, it wasn't just, we're doing this to win, but you need to make the team. I don't think Kevin Durant is that kind of teammate. Right? He's more of an isolated figure. He shows up, yeah. he's amazing, but he he's not a, a unifier yeah. in the... LeBron leader conventional way. Yeah, at least that's, at that. least from the outside looking in, that's yeah. what that's what it seems like. He just does his job. Like he's and he's a good teammate. He's a great teammate, but he's not like LeBron. Yeah, I think. Well, but again, nobody is. I agree. So I think it's it's a miscalculation to think that Kevin Durant could do what LeBron did. Not, but there's certain things that Kevin Durant does that LeBron will never be able to do. Mm-hmm. Steve's a massive peak. Well, what's going on, Stevie? Hey, gentlemen. Nice to uh, speak to you guys again. Hope all is well. Uh, just a couple of quick points. I called about Durant, but you, you guys mentioned uh, Keith Hernandez before, mm-hmm. which just kind of makes me laugh a little bit because the only tough negotiations the Mets have been having are with Wilpon and SNY and Keith Hernandez. <laughs> yes, that's so, true. That's kind funny. Of, yeah, kind of funny. That is true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just a reminder the way it used to be, Steve. You don't think they're doing that on purpose, mm-hmm. do you? No, I hope not. Listen, old school basketball, new school basketball, all you got to do is go down to play up a little pickup. I still play pickup to 45 years old, play every Saturday, Sunday. And when you get guys in their 40s and 50s, they're playing defense, they're passing, they're, <laughs> they're diving on the floor. The new guys are spread out four feet behind the three-point line, and I don't even know if they know what an assist is. <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's just, and nor do they know what a screen is or, God forbid, what a block out or a box out on for a defense that a rebound. But with Durant, to me, there's no way that they're training him. Zero percent chance. And I'll, and I'll just state my points. First off, Houston has their first-round pick the next five seasons. They have it this year, the flip-flop, which they won't. They have next year's. 25 is a flip-flop. 26 is Houston's. So there's no way that they're going to trade Durant and then give the picks and be tortured in the press for the next yeah. four years. No, you, could right. make a, you could make a valid point that just having Durant on your team even at his age, they're going to be a legitimate shot. And the trade that they just made, you could say, hey, Durant, which package would you want? Because you could make a case you'd rather have the two first-round picks from the Lakers if you're thinking only future. Mm-hmm. But if you're thinking to make a run this postseason, I'll take a top defender and Finley Smith. Yeah, but, that, but Steve, now you say Steve, hold on, Steve, Steve, a lot of the things you say actually make some sense. But that, to me, where it's dangerous because it becomes short-sighted and it becomes more about how can we maximize – emotionally and whatever remains of Kevin Durant's prime versus what's bigger picture better for the Nets. And they don't necessarily mesh. They just yeah, don't. I think it's to make a run this year, though, man. Well, I mean, make a run Kevin Durant. Make a run? You're not going to make a yeah. run? Why not? You're I have one of the best enough. players That's in the why. world. By, by the way, Steve, I would tend to agree with you. I would tend to agree that they can make a run. It's just, It's just how do you go get someone... Make a run to the championship? Are we talking about this? I'm just want to make sure. They were, we're talking early, about a championship. Earlier this year, they, were, know. they were one of the best teams in, in, bat, in the NBA. I understand. Right? The West was the West is tight, by the way, because the, the, I didn't realize this until you start digging into the Dallas Mavericks after this trade. They're, they're two and a half games out of the three seed, 
yet they're one and a half games from being out of the playoffs. It's like the West is tight. So it kind of makes sense you go get Kyrie if you're desperate to find the, the right piece around Luka. But also because in order to compete in the West, you got to have a little edge. It's just so tight. Yeah. But in the in the East, right, it, it, there's a couple of teams that are sitting up there at the top. That feel, 76ers feel gettable, right? The, um, the Milwaukee, you know, maybe come playoff time, they get back to what we expect from Milwaukee and, and Giannis and, 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 the, and the guys surrounding them. Boston is the cream of the crop. But it's not that daunting. No, you know it is. What I mean? no, it is. It is. I'll tell you why. Because the Nets are not going to be connected enough based on these new guys who I like coming in with half the season gone to beat a team like Boston that has been connected for years. That's not going to happen. The teams that are really well coached and the teams that have Boston keeps falling short. Uh, Boston, you know what I mean. Like I, I hear you. I, you know I, that. I agree with you, but they keep falling short for some reason, and I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's the I don't know. I don't know. Well, so do the Nets. True, but there's reasons for the Nets falling short. Injury, lack of continuity. Yeah, and by the way, as we say this, Kevin Durant's still on ice. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And he's still hurt. That's the biggest S factor is when is he going to be healthy? And even when he's not hurt, when is he going to get hurt again? Because that just seems to keep happening with Kevin Durant, unfortunately. I'll tell you, as much as we mess around Nick's Nets, I, I miss watching the guy play. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's poetry. I mean, Kevin Durant, I, I hate watching him drop 35 on us. <laughs> Kevin Durant is incredible. It's like a symphony. Yeah. The way he moves, right. everything. He's just, it's its magic. You know but. he's going to a spot. You know exactly where it is. Yep. You know exactly what he's going to do to get there. And you can't stop it. That's true. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Well, the New York Yankees have won the last game at Yankee Stadium on September 21st, 2008. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right. It is uh, 1122 on the fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. Just a little advice for my fellow Jet fans. Stop driving yourself nuts, refreshing Twitter. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Uh, Raider fans pining for Rodgers as they line the fairways at Pebble Beach. Uh, Devontae Adams recruiting his buddy. Yeah, by the way, Derek Carr is his buddy, too. How's that going? They were friends. Those, they were best friends, I guess. And now, you know, that, that split itself up. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I just have, um, I have, I'm going to stop short of the word supreme. Mm-hmm. But I do have, but I'll use it for now. I don't really mean uh, 85% of the word supreme. I've got supreme faith, all right, that the Jets have intel that one, Rodgers wants to continue playing. Because without that, there's nothing else. Yeah. So step two doesn't matter. He's got to. Yeah, I and I believe that they know that. I believe that that has been strongly intimated to them, mm-hmm. whether it's from Hackett, whatever. Uh, number two, I really do think that Rodgers is going to seriously consider the Jets, and I do believe the Jets will be appealing to Rodgers. Now, what do the Jets give up? I mean, do the Raiders usurp that? That, that I can't determine. But this is now beginning to get a little interesting, too, based on a report from um, the guy Fowler from ESPN. Yeah. So the Ravens and quarterback Lamar, as I read, Lamar Jackson could possibly be $100 million apart in guaranteed money. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Because does it, that, though? Well, yeah. That much? Because he wants his whole contract guaranteed. Like. Deshaun Watson got his whole contract guaranteed. 
different circumstances, and this is why so many executives were pissed off at the Cleveland Browns for the way that they renegotiated that Deshaun Watson deal because now, all of a sudden, every quarterback who thinks they're worth it is going to say, all right, I want my whole deal guaranteed. Yeah. Which is Can't great. blame them for asking. Dude, it's great for the player. Think about every other big-time sport. Aaron Judge signs of, you know, whatever his deal was, 370, whatever his deal was. It's all guaranteed. Forget about him. Kyrie Irving, better example, might play, might not play, might play half the time, might show up. He gets paid every penny. Every penny. And so the only sport where it's not fully guaranteed, except for what you can negotiate into the guarantee, is the NFL. And now there's a precedent set that you can get a fully guaranteed contract? If you're Lamar Jackson, that's what you want. Yeah. I, I don't, whether you think he's wrong or not, he's worth it. It doesn't oh, matter. Chase what you got to chase. Go you, for it. You chase what is available, and it is now available because the Cleveland Browns did it. He's in his mid-20s. He's won an MVP. Mm-hmm. He's got every right to go out there and pursue every single penny. I don't begrudge him for that. And then Fowler also added in the report that the trade calls are coming in. Mm. That doesn't mean that the Ravens are, you know, proactively... Uh, reaching out, uh, but I would imagine calls come in. If you don't engage, you're not doing your due diligence. Yeah, you're course. not doing your job. Of course. So you got to have a conversation. You have a conversation. You know who knows what happens. Look, you got to start thinking about Plan B, and, and whether you that's a very appealing to you, and does it help you as a team get better? Doesn't matter. You still got to engage it when you're a hundred million apart on guaranteed Man, money. That's a lot. That's that is, a lot. That is a lot. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. We've got Joe B, Joe Beningo coming up in fifteen, which will be awesome. Uh, we'll do a little bit of everything with Joe, even a little Super Bowl too. But obviously, Jets quarterback situation, a little Kyrie, a little uh, little Knicks. We'll bounce around with Joe. Uh, let's get Tommy and Mayapak. He's on the fan. Tommy, how are you? Hey guys, good morning. What's going on? Hey Tommy, all's good. Tommy, I I just want to. I mean, I don't. I don't. I never heard anybody bring this up. But to me, today's NBA, now I'm not saying the players are, but it reminds me of the ABA 50 years ago. <laughs> High-flying act, uh, you know, 130 points a day, no defense, three-point line. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you were talking about how like people like this uh, generation compared to the other. Well, my father was a big Knicks fan in the early 70s. You know, the captain, dollar bill, uh, 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 what's his name? Dave DeBusha. Yeah, Bill Bradley, thing. sure. He, he, he swore Clyde was shaving points because he, he used to stare at the, uh, at, at the clock. So we used to go to Knicks. <laughs> wow. Games. So, so, so now here I am as a seven year old kid. And there's a guy that gets uh, traded from the Virginia Squires to the New York Nets that is, you know, playing above the rim. And I'm like, wow, what would I rather watch? This guy doing all these kind of dunks? <laughs> or would I rather watch the NBA with them, you know, walking the ball up? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it kind of runs its, you know, course. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It just changes. It changes as the athleticism changes, as the style changes. It's just yes. different, right? Exactly. I mean, I argue with my son. I I have a 19-year-old son, and I could show him Michael Jordan videos until whatever. Dr. Uh, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and he'll just fight with me and say, no way, Steph Curry's better, LeBron's (laughs) better. Like, they just don't get it. And listen, in, in this NBA, they are superstars. Great. 
But it's just, it's, I mean, I just feel it's just the generation thing. Thing You see something and, you know, it just changes you. Yeah. Big part of yeah, it. it is That's true. a good call there. I never looked so, at that. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Tom. I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, um... Yeah, that's a that's a pretty interesting connection there. The ABA, yeah, a little, little renegade, yep, a uh, little wide open, a lot of flair, a lot of substance as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the ABA, I mean, not just Doctor J, but you had Rick Barry, um, had Dan Issel. I mean, you had some, you had amazing players, no question about it. Interesting. Uh, let's get Pete and Seaford. What's happening, Pete? Hey guys, good morning. What's hey, up, man? You know. Great assault is what I'm about to say because I am a, a big Knicks fan. But, you know, I, I think the Nets are absolutely a worse team today. Uh, I just look at 538. Spencer Dinwiddie ranked 233rd out of 241 in terms of worst defenders of the league. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I, the Nets, and especially you see when they play the Knicks, the Nets have so much length. And they were able to hide Kyrie lack of length with everywhere else on the court. And maybe they can still do that with Dinwiddie, but he's a worse offensive player. Yeah, he's got a big shot in him here and there. But if, if Durant gets hurt again or is injured, you know, for any amount of time, what are the Nets right now? They're, yeah. uh, they're a playing team. They're yeah, a playing without, team at best. Without him. Yeah. At best. Um, so it's a risk. I mean, you're right about this. It's a risk, but it's it was a necessary one. They had to do this, right? Other than, uh, Or just accept the fact that Kyrie's not going to play. Yeah. Either either you sit him down or he's or he vol- or he sits out. Yeah. Right? They had to do this. Well I'm, the one I'm, thing I'm, hold on, Pete. The one thing they didn't now I don't mind that they did this. The one thing the Nets did not have to do was construct the contract in a way that Kyrie seemed defensive. Like it, and it was all tied to winning the championship to guarantee the money. Oh, you mean the, the extension uh, talks. The, the extension talks, you That's mean. an interesting road to go down. Like if I'm Kyrie, I'm, there's no way I'm signing that either. No. No, that's true. I mean, but it's almost like they did it on purpose. Yeah, because they don't trust them, and I don't blame them. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, Pete. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're going to have, you know, Evan today on the radio going, well, then that's where I'm better team than he's <laughs> on the court, but... I'm. It's 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 malarkey. The Nets were a better team with Kyrie. Hey, wait, hold on, is, that, is that how you think that Evan sounds? <laughs> what is that? Uh, more or less. Yeah, you can't be dissing our boy like this, Pete. He's a teammate, man. Uh, okay. That's <laughs> See you later. Thank Thanks you for the Pete. call. Got to stick up for our own. We're a team here. He doesn't sound like that, does he? I don't think he sounds like that. I don't I mean, either. His best friend t- Hoff would know. He's always working with him. That was the worst impression I've ever that heard. Was of horrendous. Him. How yeah. does he sound on Rico Bronya? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's like he sounds with Carton. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds normal. Who's got the worst voice on the fan? Oh, my God. The worst voice? Dove. Like the most, well, it's probably me. Who's got the most annoying voice? Dove. Well, I mean, of guys who host. Oh. Or gals. And we'll throw you into that hop. Who's so. got the worst voice? The most on annoying the, voice. The most annoying voice. Annoying? I have, but I have what my. What does that mean by annoying? I don't know. It's uh, different levels of annoyance. I have you my personal, but that's like a personal thing, too though, loud, right? Too nerdy. No, no, definitely. I got you. I'm asking you. If I had to say the most annoying don't voice let it put you on, on the spot, be no, quiet. I, I'm, I'm going to try to. I I, I want to be diligent about this. I don't want to just go shoot from the hip. All right, then when you get an answer, give it to me All at right. some point. Okay, yeah, right. I, this is. I don't want to disrespect anybody purposefully. hundred yes. percent. Except me. Except for, for you, except for you, Dove. Prudent move. Yeah, except Dove. <laughs> we didn't give one, one nanosecond before he just <laughs> ripped them on the air. Oh, that says a lot, doesn't it? Bobby's on Long Island. What's happening, Bobby? Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, before I get to the Kyrie, uh, this Cashman guy cracks me up. I mean, what did, what did he do man. now? Huh? What, Cashman, did he, what did he do? He called the, he, he called the uh, it was on the uh, one of the internet uh Website. He called the Yankee fans spoiled, and um, you know because of all the success, all the successes he had. I mean, he's given two, three billion dollars in two thousand since they last won the World Series, and you know he bought bought the World Series back then. I mean, he was an errand boy for, for uh, Watson and Gene Michael. I mean, he didn't build all this team. Well, I mean, Aaron Boy's a little hard. I mean, Cashman's had an incredibly distinguished career, and trust me, I'm, I mean, I like Brian personally. Well. But I, I well, think he's been riding his early success. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you don't have to be disrespectful and unfair to the guy. Well, I mean, you know, but considering the amount of money he's, he's gotten, you know, I mean, he really hasn't had much success as far as the money he's gotten. I mean, a correlation. I mean, me, you, and my grandmother could win one World Series, you know, in 20 years, which she ran the team. If you're given so much money every year, yeah. I well, mean, by I the way, Bobby, we're not necessarily saying the wrong thing, like or different things. That's why I was a proponent of at least having a conversation. Maybe Brian Cashman doesn't need to get that extension. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that, which he obviously did. By the way, for I'm those not saying don't he's know, been ripping it up. For those who know what Bobby's talking about, Cashman was on 670, the score, on Saturday. I didn't even see this. What and did he, he say? And he said that he doesn't understand why Yankee fans were critical of the 2022 season. Do we have quotes? Because it's, this might have to change the entire conversation of the show. It says, quote, say? it was funny. I was just talking to Omar. Um, one of our special assistants, assistants last night, we're having this little dinner and I talked to him about with my son, Teddy, and we were talking about how the season ended. And I was like, where did, how far did we get? We got knocked out of out in the first or second round? Omar was talking to me. He was like, man, you guys are in it so much that you can't remember what happened. Omar Bas- said that? Yeah, so okay. basically he's saying Omar and I, by the way. because the Yankees fell short. Mm-hmm. Of getting to a World Series, Yankee fans are saying it's a failure of a season. When in reality, I mean, you get to the ALCS, it's kind of a big deal. Now, just to be clear, Manaya said that part, or Cashman said that part Manaya about how the season was ultimately viewed. Uh, Cashman said this. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and Brian Cashman needs to stop talking. <laughs> is what he needs to stop doing. I mean, you could have you could have a conversation at dinner. I don't want to ever see these quotes. So again. you can't really remember sometimes they could not reality hit. versus perception. And the perception was that we. This is what Casper said. The recept, perception was that we didn't do well. 
The reality was is we had a hell of another run at oh, it, man. but just fell short. Oh, dude, you set that's, records for offensive ineptitude. That's just the New York market. Oh, did he write it? <laughs> this is what he said. I'm just reading it. The I'm Yankees reading his hit 157 against the Guardians. <laughs> but we're spoiled. Man, that's – see, that's – here I am. I just defended the guy. But this is what bothers me about Cashman. Uh, one, Why would one, you say that? 182 batting average against the Guardians. Yep. 273 on base. OPS was – OPS. OPS. 643. Uh, there we go. It's Aaron Hicks territory. 28 hits. All right. Uh, well, the, 28 hits. I mean, whatever. The, the 20 uh, – well, there's only 21 in the championship series. And the championship series versus the Astros. Yep. 162 batting wow. average. I can't but OPS was 50. I did not see this quote. 502. I got news for you. I would have led the show with this if I saw this. And 20, only 21 hits. I'm legitimately getting bothered by this again. I could tell. He's got the audacity to Th- say this. Thank you, Bobby. I mean, if you lost in seven, um, you know, on a, you just lost to a, a better team, you barely scraped by a Guardians team that that – that has one star, Ramirez, one, and Ramirez is awesome, mm-hmm. and a bunch of kids who are just figuring out how to play, and you got smacked again by the team that owns us, and we're overreacting? That is, see, if I'm Hal Steinbrenner, that drives me nuts. But I actually think that Hal thinks that, too. <laughs> I think he cares. I think that he thinks that as well. Yankee fans are spoiled. How does Brian Cash... Huff, how did you not see this? <laughs> well, I was looking at other things. But he how said did it, I he not said see this? Well, that I don't know. Yes. He said it before, things like this. No, 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 I understand that. But to double down, you know, Omar, I, listen, I think Omar was a good hire, you know, but Omar didn't win as much with the Mets as we win with the Yankees. So Omar Manaya's thoughts on reaching the playoffs every year doesn't mean that much to me because that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Saturday. Wow. I missed it. He really wonders why we're bothered by this recent shortcoming. Man, is he really that tone deaf? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Or is it arrogance? No. What is it? it? I'm confused again. I don't think it's arrogance. He he's not a dummy. It it I think it's more laced with arrogance. Yeah. That's why I think he will not get rid of Hicks. Is an arrogance, like there's a haughtiness in how he builds the team that he's beyond reproach. And, you know, the more we clamor for him to get rid of guys that he brought in and extended and failed by doing so, it's like he, he, he tightens the grip on these players to try to prove us wrong, which is fundamentally wrong because it, it ruins the team or it hurts the team. But then these comments weaken the brand. Like, what a... I don't know. What a B-minus way of looking at things. You know what I mean? I don't disagree, dude. Wow. But. He's still saying this right before camp? Ugh. Ugh. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right. 
right, it is... Uh, my mic just broke. Oh, this time it really broke, Teague. We got a problem here. This should be fun having to hold this for 15 minutes. Uh, the Joe Beningo Monday call-in with Teague and Tierney here on the show. Brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino. Uh, though I think I got it off. There we go. The one, Thanks, buddy. The wonder of it all by Winters Brothers Waste Systems. Conveniently rent the dumpster online at wintersbros.com. Long Island's number one choice for waste removal. Wintersbros.com. By total... There we go. By Total Orthopedics, the experts at getting you back to being you, and by Webster Bank, the official commercial bank of the New York Jets. And uh, our buddy, FAN Royalty, the man, mm-hmm. Joe. Uh, Joe, how I know I know you're on social media. I don't think that you peruse it, like, uh, incessantly. No. Okay. But how are you navigating the emotional curveballs of Raider fans? Oh, Aaron, <laughs> Ro- Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, you know, at Pebble. Devontae Adams, ah, oh, I gotta get my guy. Like it, it, it's a hard spot. You gotta sit through this. How you deal with it, Joe? Well, I mean, I don't expect it to happen. It's very easy to deal with when you're when you're a Jet fan for almost sixty years. As I always say, this expect the worst. You're never disappointed. <laughs> I, I, on, I, not Joe. for a second do I think we're getting Aaron Rodgers. Now, every one of my buddies, oh, bro, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Wake me up when he's here. That's my feeling. What do you think is gonna happen, Joe? What do I think is going to happen? I'm going to wind up with Derek Carr. And how would you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. You're okay with that? Um, it's all okay. I mean, I'll, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's the kind of a consolation prize. But yeah, I'll, I'll live with it. I kind of expect it. You know what I mean? I'm expecting that. Yeah. So but, if I get Aaron Rodgers, then I'm pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, but he was, uh, he won the skills competition at the Pro Bowl this uh, weekend. So. Oh, did he, Derek he, Carr? Yeah, I think he. Yeah. he I was uh, watching. Well, Rodgers won the Pro Am Golf. He actually, he oh. won it. Oh, I saw it. Let me, Rogers. Let me tell you something. He's I good. watched a lot of him. He he made some stellar shots. Oh, he can play. Oh yeah. He can play. Joe, the um, the Kyrie Irving situation. You've been disgrace. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Let me just set it up. Mm-hmm. You've been on the Kyrie Irving. Uh, pardon me. You've been on the New York sports scene for a while. Give me a more confounding, frustrating, um, you know, player personality than Kyrie. Wow. You kind of put me on a spot here. Somebody more confounding. A great player, but not reliable. And maybe you say Doc or Daryl with the drugs, even though Kyrie's not involved. But however you take that question, go wherever you want to go with it. But he's on the short list is the point. Mm -hmm. I couldn't put Doc or Daryl there because those guys played. You know, you say whatever you want. I mean, you know, Doc still had a long career with the Mets. Daryl played with the Mets from, you know, 84 uh, through 90. And, you know, didn't really miss a lot of time, I guess, in uh, 85 when he broke his thumb. But, I mean, so those guys played no matter what the situation was going on off the field. You know, it's really hard to think of any. Uh, to be honest with you, I, don't, I can't remember anybody who was admer- immersed in controversy more than Kyrie Irving has been. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just every time you turn around, it's something. It's really amazing. It is, but it's also, it kind of now starts to put the focus on the general manager and Sean Barks. And mm-hmm. some people are saying... He can be absolved of this. He he took his shot. It just didn't work out. Others saying he should be fired for this, right? As you as you think about the Nets, who were building a little bit of something, not like they were going to win a championship, but at least it felt organic. And then they try to take the shortcut. It blows up in their face. Like how how should we evaluate the organization and those that are in charge of it? Well, I'll, let me start with this. Thank God the Knicks didn't get Kevin Durant. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's start with that. Could you imagine the disaster? This would be. This is nothing as compared to what it would be if the Knicks were in the situation that the Nets are in now. Yeah. I, forget it. They'd be hammering everybody, doling. Oh, my God. It would be unbelievable what would be going on if it was the Knicks. Look, they got in, they got in bed with Durant. 
Okay, let's look. Because really, to me, it's all about Durant. Let's let's tell it like it is. The guy never plays. Let's start with that. The guy's <laughs> hurt all the time. They they make the deal for him. He doesn't play for an entire first year. They get close to second year, right? The next year, uh, he misses like how many games does he miss? Twenty games or whatever it is. They lose eighteen out of the twenty. They get whacked in the first round of the playoffs. Then finally, it looks like okay, wow, year four, it's going to finally happen. The team is rolling. Jock Vaughn comes in. They win 18 out of 20. You're thinking they got a great shot to win the uh, NBA title. And then what happens? Durant gets hurt, mm-hmm. of course. And then the next thing that happens, the, the sky falls out with Kyrie. Look, I mean, it's it's been brutal. I mean, if I'm a Net fan, I couldn't be more aggravated than but, I But am who right do you now. blame? Like, who do you blame here? Is this just chalking it up to the players being, I don't know, mercurial? Or, like, wh- who do you blame here? Uh, who do I blame? It's hard to blame management because they were shooting for the moon. I mean, let's be real. I mean, they, they were shooting for the moon, but you know what? They they got. I, I'll, I'll put it this way: they got in bed with the wrong guy. Mm. Well, you know, I, say yeah. whatever you want. I mean, Durant. Here's what. Here's another thing about Durant. This guy had to team up with a ready-made championship team in Golden State with Curry and Thompson and these guys to win a title. He couldn't win when he was the lead guy in Oklahoma City. He had Harden. He had Westbrook. He can't win now with this team. He's always hurt when he's not. They can't win anyway. I mean, really? Yeah, but Joe, here's here, and, I, and by the way, everything. I got is, issues with Durant. I'm sorry. No, no, I I do too. But but different type of energy <laughs> than the ones that I have with Kyrie. The difference with Kevin Durant is now. Listen, it's not his fault that the Nets bestowed this contract on him when his when his Achilles was still healing. Mm-hmm. Right. But, see, to me, I've got to have real distinction and separation between how I look at Durant versus Kyrie. The things that Kevin Durant can control, he handles incredibly well. The things that Kyrie Irving can control, mm-hmm. he bombs on. Right. Like Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant's healthy, Kevin Durant's going out and dropping 35, and he's not an ounce of distraction. Kyrie is the exact opposite. I can't even lump him in the same conversation, Joe. That's no, not fair. No, no, look, I'm not saying that. I'm not. But, I mean, you know, it's all part and parcel of what Kevin Durant wants. I mean, really. Go through the, the whole thing. They got he, he got Kenny Atkinson fired. Let's be honest. He got Atkinson fired. He brings in this absolute disaster of a head coach in Steve Nash who has no clue what he's doing, all right? They get lucky that Nash finally goes. They get him out. Okay, we've had enough of him now. Let's blame him and get rid of him. And then, you know, they bring in – Vaughn comes in. He's actually doing a real good job. But also, they brought in Kyrie Irving to satisfy who? Kevin Durant. Let's be real. You know, right or wrong? Who, well, why, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, but, why is Kyrie Irving here? Tell me that. Well, because you really have to. Why two- was James Harden brought into the mix? Tell <laughs> yeah. me why. I, I'm going to tell you because, and I don't love Because they wanted to build another superstar. Well, team. you need superstars no, to I win the it. NBA championship, Joe. So they but were going I get for it. it, but it all starts with the, with the number one guy, doesn't it? It starts with him. Yes and no. Yeah. I, we see Kevin, I mean, and I'm not even a huge Durant. We see him a little different. He's basically the GM of the team. But they've given him that power, Joe. But that's the Nets' fault. Is it the Nets' fault or is it the league's fault? Because well, that's I, a different. No, that's a different conversation. I, uh, I think okay. Silver's a bad commissioner. I don't think oh, he's good he's at terrible. all. terrible. You know, whoever thought that Gary Bettman would be the best commissioner in professional sports <laughs> in this country? <laughs> uh, wow, wow, I interesting. Mean, think about wow, that. yeah. Hey, so wow. a disaster. Forget yeah. it. He's a judge. Thirty million a year for this guy. Pete Rozelle is rolling over in his grave. It's unbelievable. So it's I, think, I think it's like fifty, by the way. Well, not as great. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I sure changed him twenty. Yeah, I, th- I think you did. Sorry you about did. that. Forget about the Manfred. What a joke he is. Oh my God. No, it's uh, Gary Bettman. I can't believe I'm right, well, saying Joe, that. Well, Joe, let me ask you this. Yes. Uh, the Knicks and the Nets have a conversation today, right? 
Mm-hmm. And the Knicks say, all right, we'll give you Randall, and we'll give you two players of the top in Grimes and a couple of what, ones. With Durant? What, yeah, you're doing it? It's risky. <laughs> I, I understand mm-hmm. that. I'll tell you what, you I, I probably wouldn't do it because I don't think they're going to win an NBA title anyway if they brought him in. From the Knicks' point of view. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't think they're winning a championship. I just as soon stay the course they got now. I mean, look, I mean, they're not going to win a title. At least they're a competitive team. At least they're a team that's, you know, hopefully can make that top six. They're definitely going to be in a play-in tournament. There's no doubt about it. But yep, yep. I think Durant comes here. I think it, I think it's setting up for a disaster. See, really. there, see, to me, there's the basketball perspective, and then there's the other stuff, which which means a lot to me. Like, I just have a fundamental issue with anybody who doesn't want me the first time. That's why, like, people say, well, what if LeBron comes here? I don't want LeBron. I don't want nah. the, They didn't want us when they were in their prime. I don't right. want them now. By the way, aren't you sick and tired of hearing? I, I read something. I love Ian O'Connor. I love the guy. He's one yeah. of the best, yeah. he's good. Best, best writers there is. And he's going on about how much um, LeBron loves the garden. Oh, who cares? No, he doesn't. He doesn't love the who garden. Cares? He doesn't want to play here. Well, Who's he kidding? He I'm with you. Well, Joe, it's one, up the Knicks it's one thing to love the garden just because it's a historic venue. I like going down to Philly and playing in the vet because I knew we did well in those days, but I hated it. I never wanted to play in the vet. I, I understand that. That's still, that's the difference. But you don't wax the, poetic about the vet like LeBron's always no, waxing no, poetic no, about the MSG no. stage. Yeah, no, come but, on. If you wanted it so bad, you should have come. Right. Yeah, but he understands. He understands by doing that. It creates it creates a headline. Yeah. Hey. LeBron, my feeling on LeBron is he, you know, he he was afraid to come to New York because the pressure would be too much on him. He'd have to win here, and if he didn't, he'd get constantly. And so was Kevin on. Durant. Durant was scared too. I said this that that's why Kevin Durant tweeted right. at me. I didn't even right. say scared. I wasn't oh, you, trying to you be you disrespectful. With, you and Durant the tight? I didn't know that. No, no, he came at me a couple of years ago <laughs> when he first came here. And I kept the respectful. I wasn't you know, right. I don't I don't, right. I don't right. do that on right. social media. Uh, but it, it, he was offended. I basically said, in a, in a fairly respectful right. way, like, yo, nobody cares. And I didn't even address him. Uh, and nobody cares about the Nets. This is always going to be a Knicks town, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. And he's like, well, you, I just didn't. And he just parachuted into my mentions. He, he, he threw in, he, like, it was interesting. He's like, well, you didn't do what I want. I, I didn't do what you wanted me to do, so you hold the grudge. And then we went back and forth. I'm like, hey, oh, man, please. I'm not even a big Carlo, Carmelo Anthony fan. I'm like, at least he had the guts to step right. into the batter's Carmelo box wanted to and take here. a swing at the, on the big stage. Say whatever you want about Carmelo. He wanted to be here. So I'll always have a, a warm place for him. He, look, he wasn't the greatest player, yep. but he wanted, he wanted to be here. He did. He did. That's the big difference. I'm with yep. you. Yep. Uh, Joe... Who you, we got to let you go, but who who are you going to ride with in the Super Bowl? Who are you betting, Joe? Boy, I tell you, what? How anticlimactic is the Super Bowl? What why? Do you, why do you say that? Oh, it's God. I think it's going to be awesome. Here's the deal: the problem with Super Bowl is for everybody but the hardcore football fan. You know what I mean? I mean, it really is. Uh, it's the NFL title game. That's what it should be, but they put it and made it into something far more. Uh, I like the Chiefs getting a point and a half. Mm. I like the Chiefs too. I said that right. It's actually gone from two. It's it's one yeah. and a half here. It's changed nah, I think, a little yeah, bit. I think Philly yeah. runs away with it. You runs do, away huh? with yeah, it. Yeah, I do. You think they're gonna? You think gonna get a lot of pressure on? on wow. uh, I'm, I'm calling him Durant. You think gonna have <laughs> a lot of pressure on, on uh, Patty Mahomes? I do. Yeah. I do. I mean, they're a great defense for a reason. Then they're balanced. The Eagles are just balanced everywhere. And I know that they struggled to score in the red zone against the. 40, uh, the uh, the Forty ers but the Forty ers have the best defense in football. It's good. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I could see this getting away from from really uh, Kansas City. You think yeah. they might get might get similar to what happened when they lost to Tampa Bay, where they basically no, got beat no, up. No, they're in the not. Gonna, they're half. not gonna. They're not gonna frustrate 
uh, Mahomes like the okay. Bucks did. Remember that Bucks defense? We never talked about it because Brady was on the like, right. No, the, they won. They won the. They, they won right. the Super Bowl. For that's them. right. We we and it was Brady. It, it was Brady's. Rogers. Yeah, it was Brady's Super Bowl. But well. that Bucks defense was great. Yep. two years ago. So yeah, they were. No I think question. the Eagles defense can be like that against Mahomes. Wow. So we'll see. All right, Joe. You get. When do you officially get excited about pitchers and catchers showing up? Uh, opening day, April first. <laughs> not before that. Ah, come on. Yeah. Come wait, on, wait, 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 wait. Unless I was, I'm not going down. If I was going down, maybe. I, who cares? I'm just asking. Who cares? You know what I'm doing yesterday? This is this is how bad it is for me in my sports world. Okay. Yeah. I'm watching the South Carolina UConn women's college basketball game yesterday. I have to tell you, that's wow. what I did. And then I watched Pebble Beach after that. Well, that's it. I got you. Isn't Gino? Isn't he on a leave right now? No, no, Gino was there. He's back. Gino, Gino yeah. was coaching. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, what was yeah. the last time you spoke in golf club, Joe? Have you got that uh, South play, I got a one uh, one eighteen tee time today. Nice. Where, where you I playing? played last Monday. I played four. You realize I played golf four times in January already. Where have you played? The usual uh, spots? Paramus. Paramus yeah. is open. Okay. I'm going there now. One eighteen. Nice. All right, Enjoy man. Hit him straight, straight Joe. Supposed to be 60 on Friday. Did you yeah. see that? I did see. I'm always looking. I'm a 10-day I'm a, a Olive- weather Tell snob. Oliveira. Here's you go. Get Oliveira. Get Spike. Say, look, it's going to be 60 on Friday. I got to play golf. Yeah, okay. <laughs> off. Yeah, listen, Joe. Tiki you, can handle it alone, no, right? Tiki no, 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 needs to yeah, get out the there. Friday Come before on, the Super Bowl. Do, Take do it off. Do the guy a favor, will you? Wait, Joe, hold on. Joe, it's a little different now. The last four or five years that you were on the air, you're telling everybody, I can't wait to retire. I can't wait to play golf. The Joe Beningo had a little different pull than I had. A little different, Joe. Oh, I can't yeah. be looking for that stuff. Let me stuff. tell you right now, BT, if you think I had pull, uh, you're getting pulled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Love uh, you, buddy. Enjoy the game, man. Enjoy the See weekend. See you guys. All the love. Hit him well, Joe. Yep. Hit him well. Yeah, he's got now four times. Look that's, at him. That's pretty impressive considering how unpredictable it's been in January weather-wise. Listen, he's become a grinder. Like, he loves to go out. He'll he'll put the ski cap on. Yeah. All because of Reco. All those is, years ago. Introduced is he, him. Is he any better? He's gotten better, That's absolutely. That's His wife is still matters. better than he is. <laughs> but he, well, the first time I played with Joe, it was the ugliest swing I've ever seen in my life. Ever. He choked down on the club like... Uh, <laughs> like a 1974 second baseman was getting ready to try to hit one the other way. It was it was odd, and he bent like he was getting ready to drop a deuce. It was insane. <laughs> uh, but he's gotten better. He has. He, he actually has gotten better. He's functional. Practice makes he's perfect. Doing well. Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.